You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm -hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? <laughs> what is happening? This is the movie show. On your favorite ORSPS. I, f I feel like we should be the intro. They should cut that whole intro thing out, eh? Uh, can we do that? <laughs> so, so you're just can like... Can we just cut out the intro? We'll be the intro, intro from now on. Just put a cool track in the background. We'll give you the track. Don't talk. Don't, ah. All right, there you go. Okay. All right. Let's start that again. Right. You have to do in your epic voice, though. What? Sesh. I don't epic. have an epic voice. You got an epic voice. <laughs> Let's go. Three, two, one. You go first. Oh, sorry. This is your idea. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. 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 On my mark. Three. Three. This is the movie show. Your favorite ORSPS. You know when they do that stereo effect? It sounds cool. Your favorite ORSPS. This is radio. Radio's never been better. With your co-host, Ryan. With your co-host <laughs> and your host, Sesh. With your hosts. Sesh and Ryan. Ryan and Sesh. R right. S and R. So as I said before this, let's kill the show in half an hour. Let's, let's kill it. So uh, James Bond, number five. Death is very hard to schedule for all of those who have watched the film. Yes. Apparently it's not. Nope. Okay, right up, right out, like right up front. We are definitely spoiler alerting because we will be spoiling. Yeah, we don't Sorry care. to every single person mm. who has not watched this film. Mm. We apologize. Like our guy is recording right now. And, I, and our video recorder. Sorry. Sorry. But it's, it was a great movie. Great. So, mm. I actually watched... I've mentioned this before on the show. I watched all five. So, I wanted to watch No Time to Die. But then I was like... I don't... I, the only James Bond film I remember watching was Skyfall, which was the third in the Daniel Craig franchise. So, I was like, I don't want to watch it and be like, I don't get what's happening. Right? So, I was like, okay, you know what? Five films, including No Time to Die. So I'm just going to do a marathon. Did the marathon and realized I hadn't watched any other James Bond of the, the, the Daniel Craig. I'd only watched Skyfall. So I was really glad that, you know, I, I watched all of them because, yeah. I will admit, um, I think I watched, uh, what's it, something Royal? Royal Casino Royale. Casino Royale. That was like the first. Yeah, but uh, more like just the visual watching. Never, Not really following along with the story um, as I usually do. So when I watched this one, I don't know who the heck anybody was. I, I knew who he was. And when he said M, I remembered M just purely because we spoke about him on our show before. Yeah. And I agree. We, we said that someone would be great as M. Who was it? Tom Hanks. Not Tom. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Yes. He would be great as M. And I agree. It was him, I'm right? going back to that. I'm saying yes. Definitely. Definitely Tom Just Hardy. insert me there. But other than that... I didn't know what was going on. Well, I sort of understood, but I didn't really... I, I was like, I just had to ignore certain parts. And so as a person who didn't know what was going on, as how a, did you find the film? As an action film junkie, that was a really awesome film. I enjoyed it. Like, I loved it. Like, I really, really... It was so cool. Like, the, the, the way things played out, the way people got shot, and even the way that um, the, the near-death... And, and, and it wasn't... Might not have been too far-fetched. There were some parts that were a little bit too far-fetched. I feel like in this film, 
they weren't as far-fetched as previous James Bond films. Like really? Eh? The f- so my favorite, my favorite of uh, out of the five was uh, I really enjoyed Skyfall. Like Skyfall, I actually really enjoyed. And watching the f- the the five, I really enjoyed Skyfall. Like watching, even though I'd watched Skyfall, I was like, this one is brilliant. And then my next favorite, not as in second, as in the two top, are Skyfall and No Time to Die. So like I really enjoy out of the the and for me it was a good way to go out. It was like a good ending because this is the last for Daniel Craig in his James Bond franchise. But Spectre's opening sequence was insane. I think Spectre's opening sequence was the best James Bond opening sequence for Daniel Craig's franchise. It was insane. He literally was there was a fight scene in a helicopter. As in a small helicopter. And they were like flying out and coming back. That was insane. The pilot and obviously died, right? No, it wasn't with the pilot. It was Daniel Craig fighting a guy. The, the pilot wasn't involved in the fight. But, um, okay, so you were still flying the helicopter and trying to yeah. like... Yeah, well, just trying to, like, you know... What's like, going on? Yeah. Because usually there's like gunshots that go off and you get killed. No, no, a fight. Not, a, not guns. A yeah. fight. So like... Yeah. That, that op- Spectre's opening sequence mm. was insane. Mm. Mm. So it was really cool. I think that one, go from a far-fetched perspective, that for me would have been more far-fetched than what happened the in the The helicopter film. fight. Yeah. Uh, you haven't seen it though. Sounds possible. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't seen it though. Okay, true. <laughs> like it was a good 20-minute sequence. Well, that's usually what happens when you get into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> good 20 minutes with nobody... To stop <laughs> next time on the movie show, Ryan in a fight with well, whole good 20 minutes before Round you one. will watch Ryan getting beaten, yeah. But I mean, um, since uh, Daniel Craig was acting, was there any so if you watched from the first James Bond that he did, uh, were there any old characters or things you had to understand from the yeah, previous films? A, the way they tied up. The franchise, even the first film, was brilliant. So they brought back characters from the first film. Obviously, he goes to Vesper's grave. Vesper was the first woman he actually fell in love with in the first film. She dies in the first film. So the way they tied it was brilliant, but also the way they tied it with other films. So like Spectre, the villain, came back and you you saw him that just the just the way they tied like all of the films together it was it was from a franchise perspective it was really good i really thought and i I must be honest this is so against popular belief so uh james bond dies i know i know the 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 title kind of tells you that he doesn't have the time to but he kind of finds the time you know at the end of the film has a relook at his diary and then goes oh wait i have a slot over there okay cool and then he picks that slot you know and he dies at did, the end of the film. Did all the other James Bonds die? I don't think any of the other James Bonds... So this wasn't like a reboot. It was like a continuation. 007. No, 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 no. With the new franchise, it's always a new franchise. It's like a new... So it's just fresh reboot. Yeah, it's fresh. So Daniel, Daniel Craig's franchise is now complete as far as I understand. But I know he could have not died. But I feel like why would he want to go on living if... Like, I just feel like... I feel like they... They ended it well. I was satisfied. And I know I know he died. I know that. And I know that me saying that I'm glad that he died sounds really sad. But I'm not glad that he died. Like, it was very sad. It was very emotional. But 
the way it ended i was just like that is a good way to end a franchise like i don't know if you remember last week we were talking about pirates and yeah. i was i was i wanted to say but didn't because ryan hadn't yet watched no time to die like for me if they want to get rid of johnny depp in pirates they've got to do what they did with no time to die they've got to they've got to kill him off on screen and in the do you get what i'm saying it's yeah i have to disagree i didn't think he had he had to die i i i wouldn't have died so you would have just gone on and lived yes without your your wife no. basically and your daughter we would have made an arrangement you know you would kill them no at any point he can't touch you can't make contact with him it's that so thing. you would have lived in a glass house no no no, no. i just would have there would have been a distance that's all we would have kept distance and we would have made an arrangement but i i thought there'd be mutual understanding <laughs> clearly i'm the only idiot <laughs> Anyway, comment below. Normally, I feel like we are in reverse roles. Whoever agrees with me, because now he's like dead and he never gets to see his daughter grow up. But he could kill his daughter. He could stop his... Imagine he... He doesn't. Anything could happen. Like, anything could go wrong. And then imagine he killed his daughter and the one woman that he loves. Like... Like, then what? Phone calls or... You stay there, I stay here. Or so it's a long-distance relationship for the rest of your life. Well, at least I get to see you grow up and I get to have... You can still have the friendship... Rela- you, you could work things out, you know? Now the father's gone. You, you're not going to see her grow up. Anyway, that's the way I feel. So, great <laughs> well, movie, yes. great action Comments, effects. Comments, let us know what you thought. Like, Comment should below. he have died? You Can I be honest... From a from a friend, I'm thinking franchise, yeah, right? Franchise perspective. I think it was a good thing that he died. I'm not so maybe storyline, yeah they probably could I mean it is so you know, they they work miracles all the time. So I want I suppose they could have like figured out how to cure him or whatever. Well I guess it would have sucked to uh Yeah, to die another way. <laughs> he wouldn't have died. Wasn't there James Bond See, die that's another the day? Catch. Mm. This is the catch with it is he didn't die because he ran out of time. No. <laughs> so that's where that's no. where the, the, the name comes back. Like, ah he it's not that he ran out of time. Mm. In fact he even said to Madeline in the beginning, We have all the time in the world. He he chose to die. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I would rather not live than live without Madeline and my daughter. I'd rather I would rather die than live without them. Like for me, living without them actually isn't living, which is kind of what we saw in the beginning of the film because at the end of Spectre, the two of them, or was it the beginning of this one? When did they separate? End of Spectre or beginning of this one? They separate in the beginning. Okay. Because the beginning of this film, they were together. They were together. So they separate. Oh, yes. They separate. And then he obviously goes to Jamaica, which bit of trivia, do you know that the writer of James Bond actually wrote it in Jamaica as in the original, you know, the original guy, what, what, what was his name? Ian Fleming or something. He wrote James Bond in Jamaica. So that was like a cool nod to like the, the origins of the character, but like in Jamaica, he was just, he was just like there to get it. Like he didn't have a life. He just, he was just a lonely dude in a nice house keeping himself busy do you get what i'm saying with fishing like that's the that's the extent mm. that's the quality that his life would be if he he chose to live at the end of the film that's the equivalent that's that's as good as he would have gotten do you get what i'm saying the fact that he couldn't live without madeline and his daughter would have sucked so i just that's why i was like you know what I know my mom and sister would completely shoot me right now if they heard me saying this because they hated it. They were like, that movie sucked because he died. So I know I'm speaking against popular opinion. I just, 
after watching the full franchise. Maybe if you watched the full franchise, Ryan, you would have felt different. Maybe. Maybe not. I guess I'll have to watch the full franchise. Yeah. I just thought it was a good way for them to end it. What is the first James Bond with him in it? Casino Royale. Oh. So that was the first one. Then it How many has he been in? Five. So it was Casino Royale, then Quantum of Solace, then it was Skyfall, Spectre, and then No Time to I Die. I feel like I want to watch Spectre. I don't know why that one just... Spectre was cool. It wasn't... So um, interestingly enough, this is cool though. I actually respect them for doing this. Because like, if you look at um, Pirates of the Caribbean, which, you, which is what we said last um, week, the first three, I don't know about you, Ryan, but for me, the first three were good. The fourth and the fifth one kind of felt like they were trying to, you know, keep up the glory days of old, but they, yeah. For me, with James Bond, my... If I had to rate them, for me, Skyfall, Spectre, and um, No Time to Die are the best. Hmm. With Quantum of Solace and Casino Royale as at the bottom. So th that means I preferred the third, fourth, and fifth film the most. The first and second, I did enjoy, but they weren't my favorite. Which for me is pretty cool because generally we found it's very hard to improve on a first film. So like to get... Do you get what I'm saying? Like to, to have the sequel as good as the first film can be difficult to do. A lot of people flop with that. Yeah. But then also now to make sure that the third is better than the second and the, to get like, yeah. So I, I do respect them for that. Yeah. How did you find him as a James Bond? Because he is different to the others. Really? So he's got more of like a... Aren't the other ones they're more like all suited and but sort also, of smooth? I f yes. I feel like they... Okay, this is how I view it. Him, I felt like he could like really kill some people. There was there was character mm. depth with him, which I felt like in previous James Bonds, he was kind of like just this dude that was always like a womanizer. He could get out of any situation and he was just like cool. Whereas with Daniel Craig's one, I feel like he did something for the James. He humanized the character in a way, which some people won't like because they'll call it weak. I do get that. But in my opinion, I, I did enjoy it because I feel like he was... He was more human. I, I think it's difficult for me to comment on because I don't. I haven't really paid um, attention to the other James Bonds at all. But I, I've always known James Bond as this sort of, uh, you know, smooth. Everything goes well, and he always slips out, and you know, everything is like smooth going. And just before you think you got me, I slip out something else, and then you did. But with this one, I felt like this guy was like a real like action. That's yeah. why that's why I was I was saying like f for me as an ac uh, action film junkie, this was such a cool film. Yeah. It actually I wasn't expecting it to be like this at all. Um, there was a lot of risk, <laughs> and there was a lot of you know flipping of cars. And mm. usually, oh, the, the the other thing is um like with his car you know with he's got all the gadgets and stuff like mm. that like i was i was expecting that sort of thing you know they got him but no his car's bulletproof haha -ha, you know we can't get you but how cool was that scene where, where kept they're shooting. all shooting at the mm. and at the car is bulletproof but obviously not a hundred percent like you if keep you going keep, at one spot that was but mm. that that whole scene that was insane yeah and you know that then you know how he gets out of that spot is he he the guns come out of the car and then you he see? does a donut and drives away yeah Do you know that he actually performed that stunt the donut he apparently would be there like early early like practicing the donut so that donut Ah. Daniel Craig actually did that but I must be honest I really do respect Daniel Craig as an actor because do you know for most of uh, Spectre's filming so Spectre is the fourth film for yeah. most of that film filming what's it called program session shoot for most yeah. of the shoot he filmed with a broken leg 
So he performs, Daniel Craig is known to perform most of his stunts. But what happened was, obviously, as he's been getting older, stunts do take more of a toll on your body. And he ended up breaking his leg and he ended up having to film with a broken leg for a lot of Spectre. How insane is that? How do you do that? I don't know. Like, where did he actually break his leg? I don't know. I don't know the exact details. That's but crazy. The reason... So, after Spectre, there was actually an interview with him in October 2015. And he... The, the reports... They, they reported him actually saying that... They asked him, can you imagine doing another Bond movie? And he said, I'd rather break this glass and slash my wrists. No, not at the moment. Not at all. That's fine. I'm over it at the moment. We're done. All I want to do is move on. And you want to move on from Bond for good? The interviewer asked. He then said, I haven't give it any, given it any thoughts for at least a year or two. I just don't want to think about it. I don't know what the, the next step is. I have no idea. And at the moment, we've done it. I'm not in the discussion with anyone about anything. If I did another Bond movie, it would only be for the money. And then they said, do you care who plays James Bond after you? And he said, nope, not at all. Good luck to them. All I care about is that I stop doing these things we've left in a good place and people pick it up and make it better, make it better. That's all. So that's what he said after Spectre. But obviously, he, he had a change of mind, you know, after his And he did healed. do another one. But then, shame, he then also really badly damaged his ankle during filming of No Time to Die. And that actually caused a lot of delays. Do you know that this film was pushed back a lot? Like, there were a lot of delays, which caused it to, like, people to worry. But personally, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel the delays. And also, the script changed, like, four times during production. The script was good. The script was good. I enjoyed the storyline. So everything like was they just like it, yeah. Everything was. I was. Um. I was sort of expecting like the. You probably know his name. The, the bad guy, the villain. The, the, I love him. That Rami guy. Malek. I, I wasn't expecting him. Eh? When I saw him, I'm like, where is that dude? I I honestly I love him as an actor and. Do you know how different he is in real life? Yeah, like that's, I was watching an interview that's what I was with Jimmy Kimmel. He, he is like a big teddy bear. Like he's smiling and laughing. He even reportedly told um, Kate Middleton because the Royals went to the premiere. He was like, he could see that Kate Middleton wasn't doing okay. That, you know, like she was putting on this this front obviously as as the royals do and she was really gracious about it but he could see that like she wasn't okay and he even said to you know if there's any ever time you need to just like get out or whatever i'd be happy to babysit jimmy kimmel then joked and said i don't think they'll want you to babysit after watching no time to die but like he's so different to how he is like in this film and in like every film like he did a really good job with the the villain he really did do a good job with the villain yeah I've watched other films of his and yes, nothing, absolutely nothing. Th that's what I was saying. I was shocked when I saw him as like the ultimate bad guy. I was just like, what? No way. So you didn't know he was the bad guy? No, not at all. I did. I think that's one was also one of the reasons I wanted to watch the film. I mean, I'm looking at the other films that he, that he plays in. That's how I was completely shocked with. Like what? Yeah, the part that I played. He was in The Mummy as well, hey? Yes, Yes, he that's was. right. No, 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 not the mummy. He was in Night, of, Night at the Museum. That's the That's one. The and I mean, even in there, he wasn't quite a serious character. No, he wasn't serious at all. Um, the last scene with him and James Bond, Ooh. his acting was like yeah. to, to a whole other level. Yeah. It was crazy. This guy's American with his accent and all. He did do a good I job. I think I've got a new respect for this no, guy. I, I 
wow. love his acting. Like I, yeah, I, I, I felt his weirdness. Eh? Yes, it was so good. Like I said, that that last scene, and and what I loved about James Bond is they didn't have this like then long battle on and, uh, and like uh, almost death. You know, to death fight. It was just <laughs> dead. <laughs> You know, type but of thing. he also he did he he was the he kind of wounded him for the last yeah, time. Yeah, he was yeah. the one villain that actually did get to mm. James Bond. Like mm. the others, they didn't really like no. they 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 tried and they almost did. And, and the way he just didn't. let the girl go, like there's those moments you just like. What? I, I think that's what I enjoyed about this film. There was a lot of unexpected unexpected stuff. Yeah. You just like, oh, okay, but. You know what else surprised sure. me was um so Anna de Armas she was in the film she played that that um Latino agent that helped him when at the Spectre party and I honestly expected her to be in the film a lot more like I thought she was like the I thought she was the equivalent of one of James Bond's girls like like do you get what I'm saying but she wasn't. She was like no, in she for got a to portion, point. and then she was out. Yeah, and I was still like, my journey ends here. Bye yeah. bye. And it's like, and I'm just like, oh, is that how it works? You just. But I suppose I feel, I feel like what they did with this film it was makes sense. They like kept it going. Mm. Like you didn't get stuck in a what? Like no. they they kept it going. And also he he had Madeline and he loved Madeline and like you saw the effect Madeline had on him. So it made like I would have been upset actually if he was with her and then he was like I would have been like seriously yeah. like so, like you could actually see how how hurt he really was over over Madeline. So Agreed. that was that was really cool. The the acting the acting was I really enjoyed that the acting. Brilliant. So one of the most known stunts in this film is obviously the motorbike sequence where the motorbike ramps up and then does like that flipping there and lands, which that actually was real. They didn't do CG with that. They actually yeah. got a motorbike like dude to like, they, they just took the ramp out. So there was a ramp that they then just took out. But yeah. in Italy, so there were a lot of... So that was Italy. Chasers. Yes, it, okay. was, it was Italy. Right. And um, the production, this is crazy. I was, I laughed when I found this out. So the streets were very difficult to, to do the car chases on because, especially when it rained, because then it was like ice. And obviously then it became dangerous for them to perform stunts, etc., etc. So this was their solution. The production team utilized about 8,400 gal- gallons, or that is equivalent to 31 liters of Coca-Cola. They poured on the ancient streets in Italy, and it cost production about 60,000 euros, which is equal to 77,000 US dollars, right? The reason is the Coke acts as a liquid adhesive. For example, it was used for the motorbike jump scene in order to make the ramp surface sticky so as to deter the bike from sliding. Reportedly, the production spilled the soft drink all over the streets for the bike and car chasers, requiring a big cleanup job afterwards. Stunt coordinator Lee Morrison said, I've been spraying Coca-Cola on slippery surfaces for a very long time with the drinkable, with the drink able, not drinkable, the drink able to make things look very clean after it washes off. So ladies and gentlemen, if you need to to be stuck to things, just use Coke. Coke. I was actually going to ask, I wonder if that's like a old school uh, stunt statement's trick up your sleeve type of thing. But that's crazy how much they spent on coke well there you go 
So like, yeah. Look, they their budget was I think two hundred and fifty million US dollars. So, yeah. So that they just like took a good just added on thousand. I mean, imagine spending seventy seven thousand dollars on Coca Cola. I should have watched the rest of the credits. Probably somewhere there, Coca Cola or something. Yeah. Yeah. Proudly, maybe they would have sponsored uh, for every six pack one pack of <laughs> Coke. Coke. Yeah. So I was interested in box office because obviously, like, there's so many James Bond films, like. Where did like the Daniel Craig films fall with box office and like what was the best film? So the best film or the, the film that did the best worldwide, right? Box office worldwide was Skyfall, which was the third film. And honestly, I think that is my favorites out of all of them. That film made a lot. It made millions that it brought in millions. The second film was The Inspector, which I thought was quite interesting, and then No Time to Die. So in in the whole in all of the different James Bond films, the top film was is, is Skyfall, then Spectre, then No Time to Die. So this is third out of all James Bond films. Then Casino Royale, which was the first James Bond, and then Quantum of Solace, which is the second James Bond. I mean second yeah. Daniel Craig, sorry. I've seen parts of Quantum. I, I recognize that that whole desert building uh, yeah. with the fire and all of that. But yes. I, haven't, I haven't watched the full, full thing. thing. Yeah. So all of Daniel Craig's James Bond films are at the top in terms of worldwide box office. Yeah, great. Then the next one is Die Another Day. That that came sixth. Die Another Day. Who was the James Bond that, in Die Another that Day? Guy, that, that oh, guy. Oh, Pierce. Um, I'll tell you Morgan, now. Morgan. I just clicked on it. His name is Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Yes, Pierce Brosnan. And then the next was The World Is Not Enough. Hmm. Is that also Pierce Brosnan? The one Brosnan? before that, yes. All right. And then the next one is GoldenEye. I remember GoldenEye. Is that... Um, um, there you go. It was GoldenEye? I think it's also 95, guys. Wow. Yes. And then Tomorrow Never Dies, 97. Uh, okay, I feel like so also that's, that's people just started spending more on... Movies? On, on <laughs> movies, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly <laughs> that's what this is showing us. Yeah. But honestly, okay, I, I haven't really watched the other James Bond films, but I, I'm proud to have Daniel Craig as our current James Bond. Are you talking about the older ones? Yeah, like I haven't mm. seen like a lot of them. Die Another Day, yeah. The World Is Not Enough. But okay. I do, I did enjoy, I really enjoyed, yeah. Another thing, this for me must be so nerve-wracking. So do you know that Prince Charles visited them on set? Ah. So on the 20th of June, 2019, that's when they filmed it, 2019, he met with star Daniel Craig, as well as other cast members like Naomi Harris, um, Lashana Lynch. Uh, he also met with the special effects head, and other studio heads and crew members. He was shown the two Aston Martin vehicles, the one with the traditional gunmetal grey DB5 and the 1985 5.3-litre uh, Aston Martin. And he also was there... Sorry, it was... That car was used for an earlier James Bond film. But also, in 1986, Princess Diana also went on set and she met Timothy Dalton, who was playing James Bond at the time. Uh, so I think that must be like really like nerve-wracking for, for them, them to actors, come on and yeah, for the greet family. everyone and say what's up. 
to like come on wow yeah. so principal photography for this picture was 184 days it ran between the 28th of april to the 25th of october 2019 and some second unit filming was done earlier in norway during march 2019 and pickup shots were filmed at pinewood studios on friday 20th of december 2019 when uh james bond was you know he's like last uh fight sequence when he was trying to make his way to open up the um those missile the, yeah, the windows uh and it was like a, a one shot uh, mm. type of they must have taken a lot of time to rehearse and keep because i mean there was a lot of accurate stuff that he had to do like the way that he fell the way that he yeah it was yeah. it was incredible and james bond films are long in nature like i don't know like like not long as in like nah, if it's short nah. that's the thing like a james bond film needs it's, it's, it's got to be a good, good two hour film Definitely. minimum so like it is mm. a very technical it's a big it's a big scale production yeah. but i thoroughly enjoyed it and mm. honestly no time to die i i personally was not disappointed by it nope. i really enjoyed it for me no time to die skyfall skyfall spectre and no time to die i would watch again I am definitely going to watch um, the Spectre. first. Uh, in fact, Spectre. I'll, yeah. I de- in fact, maybe if I go backwards, I'm still sort of following the story. Yeah. Just backwards. <laughs> Honestly, you could look. Casino Royale does like give like almost like his. So he deals with stuff that happened in Casino Royale in No Time to Die. Yeah. So like it is good to watch it from that perspective. But the three films that really follow each other. Um, is from Skyfall through to No Time to Die. Like those three, it's almost like one storyline that you're following. Whereas the first two, you kind of feel like you're just going on different missions in a way with him. Okay, I yeah. get you. Whereas with from Skyfall through to Spectre, uh, th- uh, sorry, through to No Time to Die, I really felt like this is one long story that they read. That's why it was really shocking that like at the end of Spectre, they were like, no like we're good we've tied it up well like how did they tie it up just like uh okay that's a mission complete well done great stuff awesome they could have ended it by spectre Mm. but the fact that they then went on to make no time to die and the fact that they did it well i'm impressed because sometimes they they do it badly and i I also got the impression that this the, the villain in this film was like the villain of all villains type of thing because he still took out some other guy in the prison and yes he was the villain of of four yeah he was like the villain of all villains you he see? was the head of spectre and meanwhile like the guy can't even fight no <laughs> he was in prison from the no he was hectic okay in fact he was wait, the uh, boy wait, wait are you talking about the guy in prison yes the guy with the, the one, one that dies that, that is one yes. He was the he villain, was villain of, he, of all villains. Christopher Waltz was hectic. Sure. He was really... Okay. Yeah, no, he was really... Cool. Hectic. I definitely want to go see uh, Spectre. That's that's for sure. Yeah. So next week, Spectre. No, I'm joking. But I am... I must be honest. I am looking forward mm. to the, the new James Bond franchise because I want to see what they're going to do with it. I hope they do something yes. different and I hope they... Yeah, don't disappoint us with mm. who they choose. And for our listener, we've we actually did a show on who who, who could the next James Bond be. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to go listen to that if you haven't. Yes. And uh, let's see what your expectations are. Yeah, comment yeah. below as usual. Should we tell them what we're doing next week? Are we doing what we do yes. next week? Yes, so definitely. Week, we agreed on it. We are doing. Oh wait, I forgot. What did we agree on? Uh, we are doing. Um, Chris Hemsworth. No, the movie was, animated. Uh, yes, the animated film. We yes. are doing an animated film. Yes, I was going to say um, The Rock. We're going to do the film with The Rock in it, but no, <laughs> no film. We are not doing any film with The Rock in we it. We are doing <laughs> Coco. That's right. There Yay. you go. So go watch it and then come back. Yeah. Yeah. 
but this has been the movie show on your favorite OR on your favorite ORSPS Active FM peace cheers hi this is Sean from Rapid Trade and you're listening to Active FM hold up